Hello, everyone. This is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Welcome to the One Bitcoin Show. Today is November the 3rd. No, June the 3rd, 2019. I'm rushing things. Oh, yeah, I'm looking forward to the halving next year. I want it to be November. No, I don't. Let's take one day at a time. June the 3rd, 2019. Strong hand, long-term thinking, offended by selling. Value your wealth in Bitcoin, unconfiscatable. I'm not going anywhere. One Bitcoin equals one Bitcoin. Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin. Don't FOMO on all coins. All right, everyone, check out the links below. Watch uh, yesterday's show. Uh, the weekend shows are great. This Week in Bitcoin, follow me on Twitter, T-E-C-H-B-A-L-T. Uh, and, of course, techbalt.com, sportsmeister.com, all my podcasts. I'm doing I, – I add bonus podcasts from the past that you don't get uh, here unless you go to the archives at disruptmeister.com. And, of course, at disruptmeister.com, you get all my old shows Classic. If you're watching this live, you want to have a question, ask a question, type in Bitcoin Meister and I will see you. And yes, on Steam it, I am also Bitcoin Meister. That is, it's live there right this second. Okay, so if, if Facebook coin, I was thinking about it again because the great Nick Carter tweeted out uh, some thoughts about Facebook coin that put, in, uh, put a new perspective on it. So let me, first of all, it's, uh, Facebook coin, it's going to be private money. Yeah, it's centralized. But is it better than government money? Is it better than bureaucratic money? And I think, yeah, it, it will be better than many governments' money. Let's see what uh, Nick had to say about this. And again, read this fascinating, very fascinating thread out there. Facebook has better macroeconomic data than the Fed more credit data than most banks, freed from political constraints, why wouldn't they be able to engineer a currency indexed to purchasing power with attractive interest rates? Facebook will position their monetary project as, as pro-growth, pro-innovation, pro-USA. They will be persuasive. So there is going to be uh, at first, the government might say, well, we don't, we don't want Facebook coin to, to exist. We don't want this private money. But Facebook is so powerful, they will influence their uh, millions of followers to petition the government, to put, uh, to put pressure on the government to let Facebook coin have its way. So they're going to get their way. And if you think about it long and hard, they got a lot of smart people working there. They got a lot of information there. They can create a monetary policy that's better than the government's monetary policy. They can create a form of, of money that's better than the than the dollar, perhaps. Now, again, it's centralized. It's not Bitcoin. I'm not saying it is, but they're doing something that's very interesting. Very, I'm interested in private money, and they're going to toss this private money onto all of their millions of followers who they persuade, who they, they will convince it's the best thing in the world. And some of them, it will be a gateway into Bitcoin. That is why I keep on bringing it up. There's a lot of experimentation in the cryptocurrency space. This is where the big boys play. So I say welcome welcome uh, Facebook coin to, to the space. All right. I had a, a little issue there with uh, 
my chat, I didn't see uh, uh, that, that that they're okay. Good people are there. Good, good. Greetings from Malibu, says John. Good to see you there, Rick. There's all sorts of people in there. Good. Okay, so you can ask questions. We had a little technical difficulty before the show started. It um, it the, the internet went out. So, but I per, I persevered. I've got the conviction. Pound that like button. So. There's some new clickbait out there. Oh, yeah. And people have asked me about it. And I have been through this like a million times. Publications, mainstream and Bitcoin, they love to speculate who Satoshi Nakamoto really is. Who is he? Who is he? It doesn't matter. But yet people click on the articles and the more salacious they make the titles, the more people click on it, the more controversial. Oh, it's a criminal. It's a this, it's a that, it's a how many times a year do we get this? Okay. What's the average? At least once a year, we, we get fake Satoshi articles. Okay. And you, you fall for it every time and you worry about it every time. And the price crashes every time. And well, not crash, but the, the, the guys, it's crypto noise. I have heard every year there's a new person. They say, well, maybe this criminal is, or maybe this uh, Asian guy is he, or maybe maybe this person living in California is him. It, it's it's every time they're going to be wrong. Every time they're going to be wrong. Get used to it. Don't ask me what I think about it. You just got what I think think about it. I think it's totally crypto noise. It's totally clickbait, and everybody and people keep falling for it. And it's just it's fr it's frustrating that I get people asking me about this stuff. Yet we and again, a lot of you haven't been through this. Okay, welcome. Now you've been through this part of the game. Okay, it's going to keep on coming. It's going to keep on happening. There'll be a new. Who will be the, the fake Satoshi of next year? Who will be the fake Satoshi of the second half of this year? Inquiring minds want to know. And yeah, it's just like the National Frickin' Inquirer. Pound that like button. As worthless as that uh, magazine. Okay, so. Uh, in Norway, we, we got lots of fans in Norway of this show. We have this show. Thank you, dudes. And I was just sent this article by The Having Show. He's got a great show. It's all about having. Uh, look him up. But again, the, the big uh, financial newspaper in Norway has an article, and you can get it translated. And I, again, I, I like getting little tips like this, seeing what things are, how people are thinking about it, how the mainstream is catching on and other sides other countries besides the ones I'm familiar with because I speak English. The savings bank gave the green light to Bitcoin exchange. Cryptocurrency is not a blow. Norwegian banks are increasingly open to crypto crypto companies. Okay, a little lost in translation there, but good. I'm glad to hear that uh, that the, the Norway mainstream media is uh, talking about it. And hey, even if they weren't talking about it, Norwegians are acquiring, so that is good. Shout out to my my buddy, the the big having show, and look him up. So uh, also today is Monday, the first work day of the year, work day of the month, and uh, nope, there was no pump today. Oh well, no first of the month pump after two uh, months in a row. There was a first of the month pump. Hey, that's it. Value your wealth in Bitcoin. You still have as much Bitcoin. Uh, no uh, no fiat insanity. Uh, hey, but next month is the, the beginning of the second half of the year. So anyway, value your wealth in Bitcoin. It doesn't matter, but it is, it, it's interesting always to see these spikes around the, uh, first of a month, uh, the, at least the two months, it was uh, interesting, but it's over, but maybe it'll be back. Oh, well, 
the biggest supply shock in the history of financial markets, the halving. Guys, remember that? Chris, Chris came up with that. Chris Gilliard over at MWC, the MWC crypto dividend coming soon. And, uh, oh, here is a tweet. Now, I don't, I don't know if these percentages are exactly right, but you will get the picture. It's from someone called Altcoin Sarah, and, and that's not that doesn't give me much confidence, but it, I, you'll get the uh, the drift from this. Crypto, she doesn't say Bitcoin. Crypto is only uh, 0.013% of the world's total money and assets. To just to reach just one percent would require a 75x market cap increase. Okay, so I don't know what what she considers to be the world's total money and assets. Okay, I, I don't know what number that base number is, but whatever it really is, Bitcoin is only a small percentage of it right now, and for it to be one percent would require a tremendous uh, market cap increase. She says a seventy-five x increase. So hey, I thought it was a inspirational tweet out there so now here's a tweet that's not very inspirational but it's, it's quite revealing and it's true it's from bruce benton who has been in this space a very long time as long as i've been in it I, i've been hearing about bruce and he can be somewhat contrarian uh, and somewhat mainstream at times uh, trying to be contrarian for the sake of contrarian just trying to maybe uh, drum up some interest um He's a little bit of a, a centralizer in the way he thinks sometimes. Anyway, he's an interesting guy. I, I don't agree with him on much, and I don't agree with – well, I agree with him on this sentiment that a lot of people are going to be thinking like this. Many – well, okay, many are going to th think like Bruce, and they're going to promote their uh, their third parties with a similar gimmick to, to what he's about to say. So beware, people. Beware of what I'm about to say. Personal responsibility is new counterculture. He says, unpopular opinion. I don't want to be my own bank. Banks are targets. In my career, I have, I've handled billions of dollars and never worried about theft or personal risk. With a tiny fraction of that in crypto, you are a huge target. That's a risk I won't take. Bring on the custodians. Ouch. So, okay. He, he, doesn't, like he doesn't like being his own bank. He uh, puts out some FUD that it's scary and that you can get robbed and that banks are targets. So why be your own bank? Let someone else uh, take care of your Bitcoin for you. Bring on the custodians. This gimmick, this gimmick is the third parties that get into the custodian business, the custodial business. This is what they're going to say. They're like, hey, why, why, why take the chance holding your Bitcoin? Someone could jack you on the street. Let us keep it for you, and we'll charge you for that privilege. Don't fall for it, people. But but there are going to be so many people that think this way. So many people are going to fall for it. So you are going to be way ahead of the game if you control your own private key, keeping your Bitcoin at your Trezor, at your Ledger, at your Bitbox, at your whatever. Okay. If you understand, again, I said it yesterday, this is a storage. should be something they teach children in school. They won't because um, – they, they teach nonsense in school, but uh, no, and people will take advantage of it that most people aren't going to be comfortable holding them, being their own bank, and they're going to be all these custodials and custodians, and they are going to get hacked. And here, let me give you an example of a real life issue of, of, 
a third party controlling your wealth in, in some way. Uh, yesterday, when I got back from uh, near Pasadena, I uh, there was a message from uh, one of my credit cards, and uh, it said that uh, so, that someone tried to charge nine cents to Sony on my credit card, and this didn't look like something I would do. Was this you, Adam Meister? I was like, no, it wasn't me. And then they, you know, we had to go through the whole process and everything. Now, some of you are going to say, well, it was nice. You're, they, they were looking out for you, Adam. That's awesome. Okay, they were looking out for me. That was nice. But guess what? Someone stole my credit card number somehow and tried to charge money to it. Okay, so my third party that that's that supposedly protects my uh, information somehow. Somehow that information got hacked, and since it's a central. They got a hold of that information. They were easily able to charge stuff to my credit card. With Bitcoin, that's not going to happen. You, you, it's, it's, you can't get your Bitcoin. Nothing can get charged to it. Okay, it's, uh, you know, it's the push versus the pull. Okay, so again, when, when we're eventually, when people are going to uh, store their Bitcoin at, at third parties, they'll get notification. Oh, someone tried to access your Bitcoin today. It clearly wasn't you, and you'll be like, oh, thanks. But then sometimes you're not going to get that notification. So sometimes the bank isn't going to realize the Bitcoin bank isn't going to realize that it wasn't you, and people are going to be able to take it um, because it is a third party, and you aren't controlling your own private key. So there's there's a little perspective on it. And again, another reason to control your own private key: your public service announcement of the day. You get your crypto dividends. It's a little known fact that if you control your Bitcoin, you get interest on it. You get crypto dividends. People try to. Uh, people try to do uh, airdrops of altcoins and they fork off all coins of Bitcoin. And if you control your own private key, you benefit, you get those freebies, you turn into Bitcoin, you get more Bitcoin. Pound that like button. Another reason to say, do not bring on the custodians. I want to be my own bank. And hey, there are guys like Bruce out there that, that want to be their own, uh, that want uh, custodians. Great. All right. Ride fast, jumped high. Four twenty says. Any thoughts on trying to re-anonymize coins with Wasabi Wallet? Old purchases from Coinbase are clearly linked to identity, which may be undesirable in the future. Hey, ride fast, jump. Four twenty. Either you haven't been watching this show, or you've been, or you've been doing too much. Four twenty. But someone asked this exact same question the other day. But hey, I know not everyone can watch the show every day. Um, but uh, again, check out the archives, people. There is a new show here every day, um, and I and what I said before, what I said the other day is like, yes, try out Wasabi Wallet. Yeah, yes, and yes, it is worth it to try to re-anonymize things. Definitely experiment with it. Well, why not? Now, don't go, don't try to, you know, know what you're doing. Do a little bit at a time. Don't, uh, you know, the, there is some risk involved, I believe, and especially if you don't know what the heck you're doing. But you know, to try with a little bit and then more, and yeah, why not? It's I, I like I love that that option is out there. I really do. They, they, the coin join the the all, all the stuff wasabi wallet. I love I, I love that these options are out there. So yeah, why why not why not try why not try uh, if you know what you're doing. I mean, Roman Q said, "Did you see that Bitcoin is back to fiat all time highs in Argentina?" Yes, I did. Uh, Bitcoin is the stable coin. One Bitcoin equals one Bitcoin. Yes. I did see that. Of course, it's it, it's that's great for uh, the smart Argentines. 
But there's so many 80 percenters there that just rely on the government. And that's why they keep on going through these horrible cycles where their their currency is inflated away. I mean, it's, it's absolutely ludicrous what goes on down there. Um, it's good for Uruguay. It's good for Uruguay real estate prices and it's good for Bitcoin. So uh, there are plenty of smart Argentines down there and some have been on the show before and they are prepared and they're doing great. Um, it, no matter how much uh, uh, or, uh, how many pesos they spent on Bitcoin, they are, they are ahead. They are way ahead, even if they, you know, back in 2017, if they, they bought their Bitcoin. So, yes, Bitcoin is my stable coin. I, I love that saying also. I, and I believe it, that it is my stable coin. One Bitcoin equals one Bitcoin. I don't, I don't give a darn about this. All these nonsense stable. All right. So An Ansel Linder has a, a good tweet there which basically reiterates in a different way, uh, restates in a different way, what I've been saying that Bitcoin is li living gold's dream. He says, Bitcoin is the monetary activism that gold bugs have been dreaming about. Pound that like button. But apparently uh, uh, Peter Schiff is still in that dream. He, he hasn't, uh, hasn't woken up to realize that, uh, yeah, Bitcoin is, is living the dream. So of, of gold. Me, uh, okay, what are we at here? Oh, Tour de Meester. I said some people aren't going to like this because there's a word in, in it that's going to trigger a lot of people. Uh, what is this? Is it fair to say, this is a question he ponders, is it fair to say that options and futures markets grow largest around the most significant sources of volatility for the world economy? If so, there's the potential for a vast derivatives market to grow around Bitcoin. Oh yeah, there is. this is going to happen in the future. This is the, where the big boys play. Derivatives are gonna come. Just don't worry about it. Let them play their game. Let them gamble that way. Doesn't mean you have to participate in it. Doesn't mean it's gonna manipulate the price and all the stuff you hear, but they are gonna, they are going to, they, banks, are going to create and, and large financial organizations are going to create all sorts of complex financial tools around Bitcoin, financial products around Bitcoin. It'll be ridiculous. Doesn't mean you have to participate in it. And it's where the big boys play. So they will. And if they fail, they're not going to get bailed out. That's it. Bitcoin doesn't work that way. And finally, people have been going into my archives a lot lately and checking out old shows of mine, which I appreciate. I keep on getting these, these uh, comments on shows from 2016. And, uh, and one video that I just discovered from March the 16th, 2016, it's me talking about Donald Trump. Again, this is before he was president and, and the effects on Bitcoin. And uh, so I made some predictions about Trump and, and the, the lead up to the election and how people were going to go crazy and how you should just focus on cryptocurrency, not worry about politics. And it's a soap opera. Check it out. It's a five minute video. I link to it below. And wait, we got a Brian, the UK Bitcoin Meister said, Bitcoin Meister, I hammered home on my show earlier that people need to follow your show. So hope some will come over. Well, thank you very much, UK Bitcoin Master. Everybody should check him out. Google him. He's UK Bitcoin Master on Twitter, and he's UK Bitcoin Master on YouTube. That's what I meant. Look him up on YouTube. He is awesome. All right. I That is it. That is the end of the questions. That is the end of the show. I got to take a little nap. <laughs> I'm And then go running. 
44 hour fast I'm in the middle of almost almost at the end of it. I don't feel it. I'm just a little tired because I didn't get that much sleep last night. I'm Adam Meister at the Bitcoin Meister Disrupt Meister. Remember to subscribe to this channel, like this video, share this video, check out the links below, pound that like button, bang that bell button to get reminders when we go live, although I didn't get a reminder today. But hey, YouTube's going to do what YouTube's going to do. Click on those squares. I'll say hi to you dudes in the uh, chat right now. Bye-bye.